I don't feel like you're that type of soulmate, Emma. Yay. Cause that made me sad too. I was like, oh my God. I think that's part of the reason I started. Cause I was already feeling, you know, it just keeps slapping me. This grief just keeps coming up with your, we keep saying imminent move. Um, and it's getting more and more imminent by the day. And, yeah. and so I'm just like very aware of it. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Lisa. And this is There Are No Tangents. Feels like I seen this all in a dream. What's the purpose of a human being? Never mind me. I'm just lost in my thoughts. What's the topic? Ain't no topic. Keep it going, no, no, stop it. Don't get the picture, then we grab it. With no emotion, what's the lie? Not on the surface beyond that Pull back the curtains, I'm on that Once we take it there, ain't no going back Don't be losing the topic, man We gotta stay on track, yeah You so crazy, yeah, I know it Tell me a story Like a poet, yeah, like a poet We getting lost in our thoughts Welcome to the show Emma and Lisa, they already on the road Are you ready? Hello uh, Do I want to ask? I feel like I'm already tearing up. I'm already going to cry. So it's okay if you do. It's okay if you don't. Tissues and we may not put this one on YouTube. Oh, I love toilet paper because I don't have any tissues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, you are riding the emotional wave. I am taking in emotions and amplifying them. (laughs) signs is that the splenic thing or well but also um because i'm an undefined sacral yeah yeah that's right okay see i still have so much more to learn um yeah don't ask me to explain that much more but that's just yeah that's kind of how it works for open centers oh yeah that's yeah. really interesting. And mm-hmm. I definitely, I mean, I, the emotional wave is real. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's rough. Just a lot of grief coming up and you can't control grief, <laughs> which I hate. I really hate. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, where are you on the wave right now? But I think I know. Oh, you do tell me. I mean, well, actually it's, it, Maybe it's kind of a question because to me, it maybe it's sort of perspective based. So I don't even know because I don't really know what that experience is like. So maybe I don't know the answer. My what I was thinking was like, I think you're um, you're in a state of difficult emotions. Yes. But where that is on the wave, I guess I don't actually know. I don't actually know either. This Mm -hmm. is the part I can't. Mm-hmm. seem to square for myself because, you know, when, when we talk about this, um, just for some context, like we're talking about decision-making and those sorts of things. And like, as someone who has emotional th- authority and human design, you know, I need to feel the highs and I need to feel the lows. And then I need to wait before, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and, you know, so but I don't know if it, I guess what I'm getting at is I don't know if it also applies when it's not decision-making per se, because it's really, it's kind of not in this yeah. particular mm-hmm. situation. Um, I have found that somewhat helpful when I am considering decisions, but like, this isn't like really a decision. It was just, I was e- even before I read the articles that you sent me, um, I was already crying a little bit when I was making the kids lunches for school this morning. <laughs> I'm just like, didn't sleep great. And I found that when I feel a lot of anxiety in my body, one thing I think is happening is I actually think I'm trying to um, push grief or sadness away or something like that. And so it just amplifies that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when I finally acknowledge and let myself go there and then I cry and then it's an inconvenient time. And then... (laughs) So mm-hmm. it's like a whole thing. And then, um, I kept it together pretty well. And then after I did it, my yoga and I was having breakfast and reading the articles you sent me, um, which I don't, I'm like, feel like I'm launching into a new topic and I want to get onto our actual topic. No, go, but, go, go with it. 
but with the, the uh, yeah, the tangent, the, the mini tangent, um, but you sent me articles about like soulmates and, um, well, I don't know if you want to give, like, I don't know if you want to, sh- I don't know. Um, I'm trying to figure out where to start. How did it start? You sent me something, right? Yeah. I, you sent me I, sent you, I sent you some posts maybe on Instagram. Yep. About and, soulmates. Yeah. And I just have questions around that. I've always had questions around that. And I want to say, I think it's the six line. I, I need to go back and read through stuff mm-hmm. in human design mm-hmm. that talks about that. And I was like, huh, it's interesting. What does that mean? You know, so I've had that like planted that seed. Mm-hmm. And so then I saw this thing that like grabbed my attention when I saw it, I was like, whoa. And then I sent it to you. And then you said, <laughs> yes. And then I said, so first of all, I've been interested in the concept of soulmate for a while. And I had done some reading, just basic articles online, like nothing extensive, like a while ago, um, because I'm just kind of fascinated by that concept as well as twin flames and what that means. Um, and so, but that concept has been on my mind lately and I hadn't gotten back to, you know, what it really means and, you know, types of soulmates and stuff like that. But the timing of it, the timing of your sending me those posts was just so like, uh, like this is like important right now, you know? So, um, this morning I kind of, instead of journaling, <laughs> I was like, what are soulmates? <laughs> <laughs> and so I started off with just like, a, like a throwaway article, but, um, it kind of led me to some different, um, places, but yeah, so there are different types of soulmates, um, and it's really interesting and really kind of sad yeah. in some ways, depending <laughs> on the type of soulmate we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then I got off into this other thing that was like a video and he's talking about intentional synchronicities and that's kind of really present for me too. Oh. So I kind of did my own tangent off after the fact, but um, I think my response to you last night, which was maybe sort of emotionally activating was that because this has been on my mind, like, I feel like you're one of my soulmates and I have some other people in my life. Yeah. Who I feel like our soulmates. Um, but then when we get into like the, the different types and, you know, uh, one of the things is like, you know, some people can be a soulmate, but then they fulfill their role in your life yeah. and it's just like, and you're done. And that really, really, really sad. Um, so that brought up a lot of questions for me. Basically I'm at a place of having a lot of questions. However, I don't feel like you're that type of soulmate, Emma. Yay. Cause that made me sad too. I was like, oh my God, I think that's part of the reason I started. Cause I was already feeling you know, it just keeps slapping me. This grief just keeps coming up with your, we keep saying imminent move. Um, and it's getting more and more imminent by the day. And, and so I'm just like very aware of it. Like, oh my gosh, like, it's like, you know, I know I have like this much time left and she's going to be gone this many days to go visit, you know? And I'm just like, how many days, how many more times can we see? Like, it's just silly. And because I know it's not the last time I'm ever going to see you. Right. You know, but yeah. that doesn't help. I mean, like it doesn't help, you know, and no, because it's a major transition still. And yes. we don't know what that's going to look like. I know and we have some control over it. Yeah. It, you know, but yeah. it's still, like, we have no idea what to expect. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's really hard. That's hard for both of us for sure. Yes, absolutely. The lack of certainty is excruciating. So yeah, it's just, you know, it was just one of those days that hit me. Like, I don't know. And then, um, so when you said that last night, um, I was, I was definitely like, Oh my God. Like I just, it was literally almost like, um, I was thinking about this when I couldn't sleep last night and, (laughs) um, and I felt like this is a, such a weird image, but like, I felt like my heart, you know, was like, 
um, how do I want to say this? Like, there's just like a little trickle of water at the bottom, you know, and it was just kind of feeling depleted and like, you know, I don't know. It's just, if to me, I was like, this feels kind of sad and whatever. And then, you know, when I read that, it was kind of like, it was like, whoop, and like, it kind of got filled up a little bit with water oh. or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, oh, just like, that was awesome to hear. And then, you know, I woke up a few hours after I'd been asleep and I'm just like, oh no. And I can tell when it's like, when I'm ever going to be on the night that I'm going to be able to fall back asleep versus not. And this was a not like it was immediately, I was just stewing. Um, and so I kept trying to just like, you know, just essentially just, just relax and just focus on like my breathing is one thing. I'll often I'm do. so sorry. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, no, it's okay. <laughs> I know. I thought it was like going to be more me, which, oh my gosh, I look crazy. So yeah, we probably I look at now, especially because the light is terrible and my face is like red. Crazy. God, oh, like, we're not using this video. Like, Emma. <laughs> Sorry, peeps. Um, I'm sure everybody's devastated. You know, if you want it, we'll email us. They're on OTAN. DM us. DM us. Uh, contribute to our Patreon and you'll get this video. Okay. That's right. We're going to start doing that. Oh my God. They're like, people are like, shut the fuck up and quit talking about this move. Like, you know, but it really yeah. is. I mean, it just keeps hitting me. So anyway, when I couldn't sleep in the night, I was thinking about it and I was really, I just felt very anxious and yeah, I was just thinking about stuff. And, um, but then I remembered again, like this little soulmate comment. And I was like, and it, it was literally like my body just totally kind of relaxed. Mm. Like, um, I didn't go right to sleep, but it was a, like, a okay. I don't know. It, it was nice. So then yeah. reading the articles, um, cause I, like I said, I have wanted to understand this concept of soulmates. I don't really know where I stand on it, but mm -hmm. again, it, for me, so much of this, when it comes to these different topics, it comes down to what do we mean by this? So, yeah. you know, when we talked about, for instance, like empathy, responding to emotions, being an empath, and I'm like, I'm still wrestling with like, is an empath a real thing, you mm -hmm. know, and what does that mean? Right. And so it's really hard for me to speak to things if I don't have a good grasp of what they mean. And so yeah, you I haven't have, totally like bought into the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I have an idea conjured up in my brain about soulmates and what that means. And, you know, before reading a little bit more that you had sent me, I guess I would have characterized it as, I believe that soulmates can be real, but like, um, I'm not sure if, if that's been my experience, you know, or whatever, like, I don't know, you know what I mean? I'm like, is it, I don't know. It's just a question. And mm -hmm. maybe, and after reading your article, I was like, it made more sense that there could be different types of soulmates. And all of those were so powerful to read. And even if it's woo woo, and even if it's not real, I, something about it really, it, it really sparked something for me Yeah, here. Okay. So, um, I was walking the dog just a little while ago and I kind of had this like little hit um, so like, I mean, I can't, I, I don't know that much about soulmates either, but something that jumped out to me, like with our friendship and other relationships that I have or have had, it's like people like that you just connect with and you can just talk and whatever and time doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that every person that you feel that way with is necessarily a soulmate, but maybe they are like, I don't know, because at least for me, that sort of experiences, um, kind of rare. I, I agree. Um, I would need to think about that more, but I mean, I know that that even yes, what's coming up for me right now is like, yeah, I think that is rare. Yeah. And, um, when I, so this is something that we've talked about on past episodes, how, you know, I don't like keep in touch with people very well, um, when they're not, you know, in my presence, um, when I'm not nearby, um, or, you know, I might think about somebody, but then I don't reach out because like that thought is enough of a connection, um, 
which maybe is its own thing, right? But when I think about that, those relationships that may have been like fun friendships or whatever, but haven't stuck over time versus the relationships I have outside of family, you know, but the relationships I have um, that have kind of stuck over time, I don't even know like where to take that. But when I just kind of line up those people in my mind, you know, those relationships feel so much more powerful for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I can't help but think like, are, is this what soulmates are? Like, you know, um, it it does make sense. And is part of what you're getting at, and I'm not sure about this, but um, are you saying that maybe a common denominator with all of those people that you're wondering, could they be a soulmate? Is it that concept of time kind of feeling like it doesn't exist when you're with them or talking to them or exactly. So it's not even just like kind of getting lost in their presence, the conversation, whatever. And time is just like, you're not even aware of the passage of time, but also these are the people I could go weeks, months, years without talking to. But when I do, it's like the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like time hasn't passed in between. So, I mean, when it comes to just like boring life stuff, there are things to get caught up on, but it's like, I know this person so well, it doesn't feel like time has passed Mm, in between. So it's like, it kind of works both ways, I think. Um, But then again, what the hell do I know? I mean, this is just like, but it's been on my mind. This is exactly what's been on my mind. So yeah. And I can think of a person specifically who I'm like, maybe this was one of those soul contracts that was like done and it's time to move on. And, you know, I can, in hindsight, look back and think like, I didn't, that wasn't a great experience or, you know, whatever. But then I can also look at it as I learned a lot. Yes. Through that relationship. And um, I was happy for it to end. Yeah. Or wasn't disappointed for it to end, maybe is a better way for us to no longer be, you know, friends or whatever. But um yeah, like I wonder if it was that sort of a yeah, you know, exactly. it served its purpose. And then like know, there's, there's no there's no like, hard feelings. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, just done. It's just done. And it feels it feels complete, as we like to say. Yes, um, complete. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely more intrigued by this concept and I definitely want to learn a little bit more about what that means in my human design as well. Um, mm-hmm. you know, cause I'm like, if I think about it in that way, where it could be multifaceted and it could mean a lot of different things and a lot of different types of relationships, like that's pretty cool to me. Um, and I think, so something that really stood out to me as like potentially like a common denominator type of deal as I was reading through those descriptions. Um, and I think it was only mentioned in maybe there were like 12 different soulmate things or something like that. So this may have only come up in a couple of them, but I kind of feel like I could relate this to almost all of them. And it was talking about feeling just a pull or a mag magnet. It's like just like my energy just wants to go there. Like, right. Um, and that feels true for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you relate to that. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, here's what I found, found myself doing. Sorry. Um, as I was reading each of the different ones, I was like trying to locate people, different people. And I was like, well, this sounds like it could have been this, but this yeah this type of soulmate could have also like, you know what I mean? I was trying to kind of put the pieces together and yeah. I couldn't get there yeah. in every way. Plus I, you know, I was a little short on time, so I feel like I need to spend more time with it, but yeah. it seems very clear to me, like here are the people over time who have been, if not consistently present, kind of ever present mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense to me. Like, 
it's almost like they, they like kind of live on in your heart or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to be clear, again, I think you said this earlier, but just, yeah, just to reiterate, this doesn't mean romantic relationships specifically. These types of soul, all the different types of soulmates, they do not have to be romantic partnerships. It's also friendships or could be work relationships or whatever. Um, yeah, Yeah. it's just a romantic partnership. Definitely. And I'll just throw in like, if, if anybody is listening and they're like, I'm curious, I want to see that article, let us know and we'll send it to you. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 As well um, as this video yeah. on intentional synchronicity, it's a doozy. Yeah. I would like to watch that. I just, I was bawling and I was like, I can't, um, I'm kind of done. I can't yeah. really watch that, um, right now, but, yeah, um, too, at the moment. one thing. Okay. So if, cause what we were kind of, I thought of a transition potentially okay. to link this topic with the other topic of like your typing video slash anything that would come up from that is that, so Lisa did a typing video, um, for Enneagrammer and to, you know, see what that is. And so she is not part of the, um, Facebook group that is Enneagrammer. So she emailed her materials to them. Um, but was like, I would, I would be kind of curious what other people in the group have to say about this. And I was like, I, put it in there for you. No worries. Like people like to kind of play with that stuff. So I put her collages and her typing video in there. And, you know, I had asked her the questions on the typing video and we've gotten two or three, I can't remember how many, but a couple comments anyway. And they're like, oh my gosh, I love your all's chemistry. Like y'all are so cute together. Like all this stuff. Um, and I was, <laughs> I was like, I have to say is especially meaningful to me because you weren't even on the camera at all. Right. We hear you asking the questions, of course, but that's purely just based on like what people could experience through our dialogue. It wasn't because they saw us actually interacting. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. Which makes me feel better about this. The fact that this particular episode is probably just going to be the podcast and not YouTube, but uh, yeah, for sure. So hopefully that uh, translates through this one as well, but yeah, it was meaningful because of course we have a podcast together, but also link again, that like something about that, like soulmate idea, right? Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, it was so cool. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, I don't know. That if was really wanna... touching. Yeah, it was touching. I was like, I don't know. Cause people don't have to say that stuff, you know? No. Um, and I don't know. So that was yeah. pretty cool. Um, and unexpected, but yeah, I, um, what, so you had some thoughts, obviously you've had some things come up since you've recorded the typing video mm-hmm. and it's only what it's been, how many days, like three days or three days or something. Yeah. yeah. That, so, well, and it, we recorded it like a week ago, I guess, but we just posted it earlier this week or you just posted it. Um, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. but in watching it back several times, because I guess I'm a narcissist too. (laughs) Well, I must be a narcissist, uh, for Lisa, or I don't think, I don't know how that works, but I've watched it too. Cause it cracks me up. Some of your answers, I'll go to my favorite answers and just whenever I need to laugh and I need to laugh a lot because I keep crying, (laughs) but anyway, okay. Um, yeah. Um, but First of all, it does kind of amuse me to see my response and like, this is how people experience me at least sometimes. So that's just interesting. You know, we don't often see ourselves that way, no. you know, and that sort of experience. So anyway, so it's kind of entertaining, but also, um, it, it, we've talked about this one particular question which is like, what have been your biggest goals and ambitions or something like that? And okay, so if I, I should have prefaced this all by saying, um, I had read through the questions months ago and listen, watched your typing video that you submitted, right. which was like, what, last summer? Yeah, fall, last, last, yeah summer. last summer. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that I had n- no idea what the questions were, but I didn't really remember and I didn't prepare in any way. Um, so it was yeah. completely 
off the cuff. Well, the one, like the city, whatever, but I already kind of knew that, you know, and then like pet peeves we've talked about, we have an episode on pet peeves. So, you know, a couple of them were like kind of easy, but otherwise, anyway, so there's this question about what are your biggest goals and ambitions or whatever. And I had a splenic response to that, like, no. Uh-huh. And I didn't really tell you that, I guess, but that is how it, it was like a wall. I was like, I, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. and so what I came out with was like, you know, we probably, I guess maybe on our um, listener question episode where we talked about travel, I may have talked about wanting to be an archaeologist. I can't remember. Yeah, because I you, was, you, you did, did because yeah, we talked about Egypt and yep, you did talk about that. Yeah. So like, that's my earliest memory of like a career that I might've been interested in. So I can't, I've, I kind of got that out. Like I wanted to be an archeologist, um, but mm-hmm. I've never had any goals, <laughs> like whatever. And of course that is not true. Right. Right. I mean, even just, oh, I would like to become a coach and going through coach training. And then like, of course, I've had tons of goals, <laughs> right, throughout my life. Um, but there was something in the moment where I was just like, I, how do I, and this wasn't even like a conscious train of thought. It was just like, mm-hmm. I can't answer this right now. It's too much. It's going to require too much effort. It's going to require too much energy. I can't answer it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm going to basically say nothing. Yes. That was a, yes, that was a very hard question for me too, um, to answer. And as evidenced by the fact that I ended up like talking about other stuff and like, I mean, I talked about, I don't know, I got, I had to go in a roundabout way. I had to go around the question and kind of like, I was like, well, it's not really like a goal. Like I have to get here. It's more like the person I want to become and like, you know, and then, I, and then I go off and I, I think it might've been on that question. It might've been a different question, but I think it was that one. And I say something like, you know, it's really interesting. And now I'm floating off in space or I say something like that. And I just take it like, like, where's she going? You know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, I can relate to that being a difficult question to answer. So mm-hmm. Right. But, but my actual response was basically a lie. <laughs> well, and it is well, and to your point, cause we've talked about this, right? Like it's so hard because it's like, you think, well, it's going to be the most genuine, authentic, um, truest reflection of me. If I just don't prepare for this and I just answer on the spot. And so maybe it is, I have no idea. But then as you think about these things more, you're like, oh my God, I like totally didn't even think about that. That's a huge thing. But here's what's interesting. The words were a lie, but my response was completely authentic. Does that make sense? My actual response was 100% me. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And so that I don't know what to do with that, but that is really interesting. And it also just kind of gets at like, when we're put on the spot, sometimes it's just like, what do we say? I don't know. I'm not prepared for this. How do I, it, and I don't know if this is maybe, um, kind of an HSP thing or specific to certain Enneagram types. Maybe it's just kind of generally universally human. I have no idea, but like, Oh, you want me to talk about myself? Um, what do I say? Which was kind of my general mm-hmm. problem with answering mm-hmm. any of those questions. Like, mm-hmm. I do a lot better in um, answering a series of questions, probably. So, what would be an example of that? Like, what do you mean? Like, a <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to think about one of those typing questions specifically. Um. Okay, I'm going to try this one and see if maybe it's true or maybe it's not true. Maybe it doesn't work out. But so like maybe the um, what are your best and worst qualities? Mm -hmm. I couldn't come up with any best qualities on the spot. Yeah. Um, Well, you came up with one that you repeated that I just repeated a thousand times. It was so funny. Um, 
And I'm like, I'm not going to lead the witness here. I have some thoughts, but. Well, right. And so if it had been a different sort of situation where you had led me a little bit, could have, I could have come out with a lot more things that I think are really good qualities, you know, but in the moment without more of a back and forth, which you did exactly what you were supposed to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but in a different sort of situation, Mm -hmm. you could have drawn a lot more out of me. Oh yeah, definitely. And I really almost did. And then I was like, okay, I'm not gonna, I kind of wrestled. Thank you. No, I think it was because again, even though the honest answer is, I think I have a lot of great qualities. Mm-hmm. It's still my reaction to that question. Yep. In the moment without preparing, I think was also truly authentic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and so, it kind of, I don't know if it's related to this at all. Um, but that whole don't look at me or <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. like I want you to look at me, but also don't look at me. Like, it's just so, and also to your other question about what would it be, what would, um, constitute just kind of coming up blank or, um, feeling like there's a little bit of a vacancy when you're asked to describe something about yourself. I have wondered, and I don't know that this is the full answer. I think it could be so many things because we're so complex, um, as humans, but I have wondered if it is an attachment thing to some degree, because, um, I feel like the attachment types don't really, they try to avoid being located in certain Mm -hmm. ways. Like you're not going to pin me down. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's kind of like, you know, I'm right here. And then somebody's like, oh, so you're here. And you're like, it's kind of over here. I mean, like, (laughs) well, yeah. And the image that just came to mind for me when you said that, and I haven't thought about this before, it's like playing tag almost like, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to jump out of the way at the last second, just as you're like, yes, yes. you know, um, yeah, but it's not conscious. Right. I mean, it's totally totally unconscious. Yeah, totally, totally unconscious. Um, at least, yeah, for me, I'm sure for you too, for I'm sure almost everyone. So, um, because yeah, it's, I feel like the desire of my heart is like, no, I want to be like fully known and experienced in all these things, but how I show up can be counter to that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, but also it goes back to, again, that could be for so many different reasons, like protecting yourself, right. That's too vulnerable. And so we're really smart and, you know, we, there's reasons that we have um, you know, safeguards against certain things. And there's reason that we get our hackles up and there's reasons that we are like run away or (laughs) freeze Mm -hmm. or, you know, any of those sorts of responses. Um, you know, and it's anyway, so that's just super, super complex and deep. Um, yeah, but I mean, did you, okay. So you said that you kind of had, you had, you had a roundabout way of answering, you know, when you were doing your own typing video, I mean, like, So did you feel kind of put on the spot with all of the questions or were there some that were harder for you to answer than others? Yeah. Um, there were definitely some that were harder than others. Um, I felt put on the spot by all of them, even though, again, I had also, I hadn't prepared quote unquote, gotten answers written down, but I did read through the questions first, you know, um, just to kind of know what was coming down the pike, but, um, can't remember that. Okay. So the best and worst quality thing, that was one of those that it was very hard, but, um, I think part of that was feeling a little bit of like, okay, I don't, you know, me and my fear of, um, overly verbose. Right. And so I feel like I could kind of say this and then that kind of links to this. And then that kind of could be this, you know, and it's like, okay, we've asked for literally one best and worst thing and you've given us five or whatever. So I, um, it was more like, how do I like really nail what I feel like would be the quote unquote best or worse. That's really hard, you know, kind of depends on the day <laughs> or the year yeah. or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So that was hard. Um, and it was, int- I'll tell you what was interesting and what's coming to me right now is the difference between, um, y- you know, when, like what's your most ideal place to live in the world? And you were like Paris, you were like, oh, that's easy. 
And I, in my video, I think I said, this is a really hard question. This is really hard for me to answer. Um, and I meant that because I don't think I envision like a specific city or whatever. I just think about how I want to like feel or, and so as I started to kind of think about that, you know, I'm like, what well, kind of depends on who I'm with, because that's very important to me and like the people around me. Um, and I could point to specific examples of like places I've lived in where, you know, I didn't have as strong of connections versus places I did and things like that. And then I started to think about like settings I like, you know, so I was like, I love being near water, la la la. So all those things like, yeah, So that was another, like, I'm going to talk around this question. Cause I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not <laughs> sure. So anyway, yeah, there were, I thought it was all hard because I don't know, just a lot of the things that we've already shared about it, just being hard to nail down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I mean, again, I don't really know how to even, so I just keep thinking of like fuzzy. It's just like fuzz. And like, I, I need for things to be fuzzy or, or it things feel fuzzy to me when I'm, when someone's trying to pin me down, I'm not even sure how to articulate that. Cause it's more at the, like, it's a felt sense and not something yeah. I can really describe, but, um, well, they say, you know, and I, we've talked a little bit about this. I think that was on the empathy episode and you talked about feeling fuzzy sometimes. And we went into Enneagram nine stuff, which again, we don't know if you're actually a nine, you've been getting lots of guesses, people saying core six, which would be quite surprising to me, but I mean, I'm not surprised by that much anymore, to be perfectly honest with you when it comes to typings, but, um, yeah. but that I would be a little bit of a surprise. So we'll see. Um, but anyway, kind of related to that, like that fuzzy quality, you know, they say that, um, with nines, it's kind of like trying to like grab a cloud, <laughs> sometimes, mm -hmm. you know? which I love because I love being likened to a cloud. <laughs> yes. I don't know what I'm likened to spastic. Well, um, no, I would liken you to a cloud, like on the, um, on the astrology side anyway, Gemini air sign, um, yeah ideas and yeah. I don't know. That's yeah. Cloudy to me in a good way. Yeah. 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 I do. Um, it is funny because, well, now I'm tangenting for a second. I'm going to, I'm not going to go here very long, but the Gemini thing, you know, of course I don't know much about astrology at all. Um, all I knew was like, you know, your basic sun sign and you read your horoscope, blah, blah, blah. And I, I never really read that consistently, but anytime I would, I was like, okay. Or if I read a little bit about what Gemini, I was like, huh, I don't know. I don't really know. That sounds like me, but as you kind of go a little bit deeper into it and get more, um, I don't know, advanced descriptions or whatever, and you bring in like your other rising sign and like all of these different things, I'm like, huh, I can kind of see that a little bit, but definitely the whole communication and ideas and, um, that does feel resonant. So anyway, yeah. But. Oh gosh. I, I could totally go off on a little tangent right now with yeah, that. Cool. Stuff. Go for it. Well, I can't, I feel like, so I know I said this, but I believe, I can't remember if I cut it out or if it actually made it into, it would have been one of our first episodes, but, mm -hmm. um, so sometimes the same planet is linked to multiple signs of the mm -hmm. zodiac. And so, um, Mercury is Gemini's sign or Gemini's planet, but it's also Virgo's planet. And Virgo is my rising sign. So. Oh, that's my, no, no, JK. Just not, never mind. Go ahead. I think it's, it's in that little, I have Virgo something in that human design gene keys mm -hmm. thing you did for me you probably but yeah anyway go ahead so i i was gonna say it's my moon but it's not so okay virgo okay. is your rising and yes. it's connected to mercury mercury so okay. yes so mercury is the planet for both virgo and gemini so even though we're different sun signs totally you know whatever different in a lot of ways we both have this planet that's very key in our charts mm. And, um, I, that doesn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. 
I think it probably plays out differently. But again, like charts are so complicated and there's just like so much. But I just find that really interesting that it's yeah so important for both of us, but also not surprising yeah. based on, you know, what we're kind of both into, right? Yeah, absolutely. So now I have a question about that. So did you say every sign is linked to a specific planet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there is a planet that rules each sign of the zodiac. Okay. Some signs have the same planet. How do I want to? I don't know how to word this because I don't really know much about astrology. So this may not make sense. Okay. You've got your sun, your moon, your rising sign. Mm-hmm. Does it matter if, like, so for instance, like, your Virgo is connected to Mercury as the planet, but it's a rising sign. Does that play out different versus if it were your sun sign or your moon or your whatever? Does that? Yeah, no, that question makes sense. And I think so. Um, but I don't, I couldn't explain it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to try. Yeah, um, that's fine. But it, I think it would play out differently. Well, so first of all, like, so Gemini is an air sign, mm-hmm. um, which has its own set of meanings. Virgo is an earth sign. Okay. So um, the energies would play out differently. Gotcha. Yeah. I can't describe yeah. it. I know what I'm, you mean. Yeah. I'm not. Um, yeah. I'm not expert enough by any means to try to teach about it, but I think it would play out differently. And again, based on what else you have going on in your chart, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All of that is so, so complicated, but very, very fascinating. And again, one of those things that I'm like, oh boy, that would, um, I would go down a rabbit hole and uh, I don't want to say waste time because it wouldn't be a waste, but like. (laughs) Oh boy, that would be an extensive deep dive. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But so like, even though, so my sun is in Capricorn, my moon is in Capricorn, my rising is in Virgo, all three earth signs. Mm. Um, oh. Capricorn. So I sent you this thing. I wonder if, I don't know if we're going to keep this stuff, but it's fine if we do, it's fine if we don't. Um, so I sent you those screenshots of those card pulls yesterday. Yeah. Um, Capricorn, did you see the, the, um, the name for Capricorn, like the archetype name? Oh my gosh. That's funny. No, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah. That is Capricorn energy ambition, which is hilarious because I couldn't answer that question. Structure, all that kind of stuff. That's Capricorn. And that's really big for me, right? Virgo is like perfectionism and details and whatever, which does play out for me too. Um, But I also have like three planets in Libra, which is called the Peacemaker. Oh, funny. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are different names just like with Enneagram numbers, but yeah. Libra, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the peacemaker scales balance. Okay. So when you say like Gemini is an air sign and these other ones are earth signs or any, anything that you could pull out and this is a fire and whatever, mm-hmm. um, how does that color or what's the right word? Something like, how does that show up? Like the fact that you have three earth signs or like practically speaking, like if you had more air signs or I don't actually know, I mean, I don't know what mine are besides the Gemini's, the air. And then I've got Leo rising. Yeah. Which I don't know what that is. Fire, I believe. Okay. And then I've got Aries moon. Yeah. Fire. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, pretty sure Leo was a fire. That Aries makes sense. Yes. And well, so here, okay, again, I don't know enough. Like I am not the person to answer questions in an intelligent way. Um, But so like Aries, fire sign, momentum, right? Powerful, that whole thing. But Aries, I believe is also a cardinal sign. 
cardinal means the beginning of a new season. Mm. And that is more like initiation sort of energy as well, um, which Capricorn is. Hmm. Um, And so if I link this also to human design, um, there are things in your chart that can kind of show you like that initiative and like Mm -hmm. starting new things, um, just as an example. Um, and then if it's fire, it's going to have like this certain like energy that's bold and mm-hmm. fiery, right? Um, gotcha. And again, how, I guess how that plays out is going to be different for each one of the signs okay. that is in an element or in, so it's like cardinal, fixed, and mutable are the, um, the other category, if you will. And I think Gemini is mutable. I'm not positive about that. that. Mutable means changes easily, adaptable. Mm -hmm. Fixed is like exactly what you would imagine. Um, More stationary, more rigid, I guess. I'm not sure if that's the appropriate way to um, characterize it. And then cardinal is like, again, like that initiating, Mm -hmm. getting started sort of. Okay. Yeah. So it's hugely complicated. And if you go back to Enneagram with the different triads and how the different energies and the lines, you know, moving from one number to another, et cetera, it's just, it's so complex. Yeah. And you can't just take like your sun sign, for example, it's not in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. You know, all of these other energies are going to impact mm-hmm. how I guess you show up through your sun sign. Just mm-hmm. like, um, you can't just say someone's in Enneagram six and like it's everything's fully defined because correct, you're going to have a different instinctual stacking. You're going to be maybe moving toward one number or another, or you know, mm-hmm. are you? kind of stuck in your types, you know, dumb primary center of intelligence or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. each person's going to show up differently. Totally. Even if they're the same number. So even if you're the same sun sign, et cetera, which I know you understand all that stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. So that's another, so we've been wanting to talk more about human design um, on the pod, which we did a little bit with Carrie and Dominique, mm-hmm. we might be able to either have them back on or flesh out human design a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but astrology would be good too. So it would, we need somebody who actually knows what they're talking about versus me. <laughs> oh, definitely than me. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Soulmates to typing uh, videos to I know. astrology. I love it. And that'll be great. Like, I think I like the ones that have the multiple things because one, I think it's kind of interesting to see how we end up getting from one place to the next, but also I think it offers a sampler. And so if people aren't necessarily interested in hearing us talk about astrology, but they're really curious to hear about soulmates or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, demonstrating um, how we are so curious about a number of different things, but not that knowledgeable about a lot of them either. <laughs> like we want to learn. We promise. We, we just We're, don't have all the answers yet. We are curious creatures. Yeah, 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 <laughs> definitely. So, Mercury influence. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. And um you know, I'm just thrilled that I only cried a little bit. That's, I cried more than you did. I, I think you may have. Well, I well, if you want to factor in earlier today, I think I'll I win. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we're talking about the whole day, probably, because I only teared up a couple of times before. Oh, I was we sobbing at my kitchen table. I was like, oh, okay, might as well get all this out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gosh. Yeah. What is it? That emotional wave, man. Emotions, period. Yes. Heart center. I know. (laughs) 
Boom. I know. Yeah, it's rough. I know. And ever the heart. It's really, really, yeah. It's rough. This once again feels very complete. I very much enjoyed our conversation today, and I'm glad that we ended up here, there, and everywhere. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so am I. It feels good. I wish that I knew what I would, you know, was talking about more. I don't want to be seen as incompetent, Emma, and I feel <laughs> every time I just well, open my mouth. Uh-uh. Well, I'm not going to see you that way because to me, I, I know zero or well, almost close to zero about astrology. So you could have said anything and I would have been like, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, I know very, very little. So, oh, well, thank you for your acceptance, your blind acceptance. <laughs> Yeah, see what's that about that doesn't really see that's another that's contradictory like thing. it's a different that's a contradictory thing right for Enneagram six but that's the thing is both can be true it's like yeah. you're this or this it's like which side of the coin are we going to go with yep that's right yes you you typically get my blind trust however unless you're trying to speak affirmations and all of these kind things over me and trying to reassure me about things that I've already decided are you know, not on the table or not part of my skill set or any of this stuff. And then I'm like, I don't know if I believe you, are you sure? Um, but when you speak hard truths, I'm like, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah." (laughs) Well, it's so funny. Like this, you know, which side of the coin is it? It's like, you are so like, no, I don't believe you. But then also you're so open-minded (laughs) yeah I know it's crazy and I don't know I haven't totally figured out that um process in myself like hmm this is a curious combination it's a it's a beautiful combination (laughs) you Lisa (laughs) I do receive that (laughs) so like that thing I sent you yesterday compliment question mark question mark (laughs) You didn't ask for it, but there is a compliment for you today. And I mean it genuinely as a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, I do. I received that. Yeah. We're just going to, whenever we're feeling a little blue, we're, we're just going to be like compliment question mark. Mm-hmm. What you got for me today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to hype me up? Um, so anyway, I love it. but all right. Well, thank then. you. Thank you for these, uh, very unexpected tangents. I have really enjoyed it. You're quite welcome. A Thank you. Pleasure cruise. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to make it a little we awkward. Have, we have to say something in every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we can be enticing. We will do that. Right. Highly okay. coveted every time. Highly coveted and adored. Yep. All right. Okay, friend. Well, thank you. Thank you, and I'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for hanging with us through today's tangents. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back again soon, but meanwhile, you can follow along with us on Instagram at NoTangents. We would love it if you would subscribe and maybe even consider leaving us a review, a highly complimentary one. Keep it going, no, don't stop it. Don't get the picture, then we crap it. With no emotion, what's the lie? We just lost in our thoughts.